Hi, I'm Peter Haddock, and welcome to another edition of our hashtag CWM Respect podcast series, where I talk to people in the industry that I respect, and also delve deep into the new technologies and solutions, equipment, etc., that the industry is using or will be using in the future. But before we get into the podcast, I'd like to say a big thank you to Nigel Williams, who's a CPCS blue card plant operator, who listens to a lot of podcasts as it's no surprise he's in a cab and he tends to get a bit lonely. So I'm glad he's listened to both myself and Mark Anthony and his huge podcast list from Demolition News, well worth a visit. Nigel had his own light bulb moment he wanted to share with myself and Mark and that was whether operators would need to hold GPS accreditation to prove competency for highways work now that the technology has been mandated for Highways England raising the bar. That's a question we're going to come back to And if anybody else has any thoughts on that, please do share them on LinkedIn or other channels. But as we move on in the subject of machine control, Dan from D Morgan, who's the engineering manager, wanted to share his thoughts with me as I visited their head office. And this is a business that's been going for 70 years, and they're certainly not standing still when it comes to technology. So let's go and listen to what Dan has to say as I interview him for the latest in our podcast series. Sponsored by Leica Geosystems. Tell me a little bit about how you structure the whole machine control offering and um, and the surveying and connected site, if you want for a better word. Back yes. in 2009 was when we first started using GPS, mainly GPS rovers and surveying equipment, which then in 2011 we uh, invested in two dozer kits, two items of plant that obviously went up to a uh, a redevelopment um, scheme up in Glasgow, which was quite a lengthy job. Back then, there were D61 Komatsu dozers with single mass GPS technology on. As soon as we got them out in the field, we knew this is the future and we really needed to up our game and, and get on board with um, main competitors and, and have as much GPS equipment as we possibly could. 2014 then was um, our biggest. Uh, jumping investment in machine control. We started a big earthworks project um, down in Norton Bridge, predominantly for network rail, where we invested over a quarter million pounds in GPS technology alone. So uh, dozers um, and excavators then as well, all fitted with like a geosystems um, machine control. And we invested heavily in the GPS rover and and robotic total station side of things as well. One good thing about that kit is we bought it in 2014 and it's still running now, every item. The machine control is still on our dozers. Some of the dozers have been replaced, but the the equipment has been then transferred to, to newer dozers. Um, it's still working in fine order. Same with the GPS uh, rovers, total stations, regular services. They're working fine. So tell me, how um, have you managed that? Because obviously you, you're working in some very um, harsh environments and, and you're talking there about servicing and, and support. And when you did this big ramp up, what was the kind of help that you got from the Leica Geosystems team and, and the type of areas that you needed support in? So... On a site level for our plant operatives, um, many of them uh, went to Leica's training school. There was a few presentations there and 
it was quite new still, so people were scared of it. Engineers, myself and, and others in the business, um, wanted this technology because it meant we don't have to knock pegs in, profile boards, batter rails. You can just leave the man on the dozer or the digger to crack on and do the job with, with um, well, as long as he's got the correct model information. From an engineering point of view, I think our engineers, including myself, could understand the screen and the way the model was because we understand models. So it was then relaying it to our lads on site um, who were the plant ops. And before long, they understand it. Follow that line, follow, follow them triangles, work square with the model. Once they got the grasp of it, they were away. And it was literally click the button on the dozer and your final trimming with only pushing forward or backwards on the dozer. So what we do now internally for um, machine control is we set up a presentation that we deliver to anybody in the business. We even deliver it to the office staff so they have an understanding on machine control and um, GPS um, for the whole scheme of things, so for rovers and the machine control. We then take people out who've sat the presentation, we then take them to a site or one of our quarries and show them it. So we'll have a plant operator there who's actually on a dozer or an excavator and we'll tilt the screen so people can see and move the arm out, show show the people what it is to be on site, so what the screen is and things like that. And I think people get a really good grasp of what it is then. Also have our own like internal training school that we have in, in our Bald Heath quarry where we have a model set up for digging ditches, um, V-ditches, uh, cutting areas, filling areas, um, building batters, um, cutting footings, for instance. Um, so as part of our very large uh, apprenticeship scheme, operators come in to the business, they then go into Bold Heath, um, working in the quarry, which is massive open space, as you can imagine, and we let them play around with um, the GPS excavators, um, the dozers, getting a bit of a grasp for using the GPS and it actually helps them develop as an actual, a, a better machine driver because it's very easy for somebody to say, right, cut that batter there and do this. But they can't visualise it because they're new to the industry. So we get them in there, they look at the model on screen, they can actually see what they're trying to do. So then when the machine is sat on it and the arm is lent over on the batter and they can see that they need to cut to get to the line, they can actually physically see it on the screen. They're not just blind in the field or trying to follow um, batteries and profiles, which they've never seen ever in their lives. So we find that that's a, a, a good way of training people and helping people to understand the technology and stuff. Obviously then in the field, um, like are great, you know, um, we deal a lot with Erig uh, and his team. They've just brought in a new fella called Ryan, who is so meticulous. He knows everything that he needs to know. He is the planner for him and he will squeeze us in wherever he can if there's a problem. Um, nine times out of ten, we can sort out any issues ourselves because we have like a first aid kits. So we have um, we have cables, we have antennas, we have um, cradles for the screen to sit on. And I myself can rewire a machine if I need to, but I don't really want to. That's what we pay the support for. Um, but we can. 
so in times of of need and and we're very busy as you can imagine in the summer everyone is um wanting and needing service from Lyca. Lyca have given us our own packs to get out in the field and some of our foremen have them and if a wire goes down change it and crack on and that's that's what's good about the 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 kit really you can you can repair it there and then in the field so you're talking about the kit that's obviously quite robust because yeah. it's, it's lasted the test of time. Absolutely, yeah. Leica have recognised the fact that, that if they they help you, train you to do things, yeah. that you can do those quick fixes. Yeah. But that, for you, must save a lot of time uh, when something goes down because uh, even getting an engineer to site, uh, you know, that downtime with, yeah. a, with a highly productive machine is... It's really important to avoid, isn't it? What's the impact, do you think, has has been on that? Well, it could cost thousands. If an excavator's down and he's cutting he's cutting a batter, for instance, to a finished level and he's loading trucks, we need that to be productive. Otherwise, we're not making any money. It is as simple as that. Same for a dozer. If he's final trim and he goes down, we haven't got the resources in the field. We have no men in the field. We try and keep ground workers etc and people walking around plant to a minimum we don't want anybody near the machines and that's that's why having the technology is a is a huge safety implication because it just eliminates any issue with health and safety if we can keep the machines running on gps there's nobody walking around the plant so when it does go down there is a there is a potential of of a of a, of a huge cost if we can't get it up and running fast enough. We haven't got any profile boards or batter rails in the field anymore because we don't need them. We're relying on this machine and the technology it has to do the job right first time. And so, you know, having that sort of first aid moment, you know, I'm sure has been a benefit to you, but also, you know, having the understanding that the same kit that you've got is still working in uh, in the field and, and that you can swap that from different pieces of kit. How does that work for you? Do you, do you get Leica to come and, and, and rewire different pieces of equipment for you? Or or do you ask the actual dealers to, to put that and make it Leica ready? Or what, how does it normally work for you? In our recent purchases um, of last year, uh, we invested more money into Leica technology for machine control and for our surveying equipment again. So we've got the latest stuff that we can get now. Just recently uh, installed five full kits, uh, two dozers and three excavators, and six pre-enabled excavators as well. So we now have the luxury of using the equipment off one excavator on another, and it's as simple as the screen, the antennas, and the ICG82 computer in the back. Switch them over to the other excavator and choose the correct machine profile and away you go. It's all in, it's all, it's all loaded. So tell me a little bit about how quickly you can do that. So if you, if you want to change from one excavator because something's getting a service or, or you actually want to get rid of that excavator, you, know, you can take that system out and, and how, how sort of quickly is that process capable of doing it? 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yeah, so literally just pull the screen out, take the antennas off, unscrew the ICG um, from all the ports, bang it in the other machine, and select the correct machine profile that will already be on the screen, um, stored, and and away you go. Obviously, you do some checks, make sure the the bucket calibrations are okay and stuff, but 
in theory, that's it. You know, away away you go. Um, just make sure it's connected to the base station. And that's, Brilliant. That's fantastic. That I wasn't aware it would be that quick. But no, it is, it is. You mentioned buckets and things like that there. Obviously, you've got uh, the bucket calibration uh, capability there. Do you find yourself um, having... Uh, using different attachments now as well. Now you've got machine control and and being able to do different things. Yes and no. We 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 tend to use traditional buckets um, mainly for everything. We do have swivel buckets on other items of plant, swivel and tilt. But um, no, it, we we tend to use just just the standard buckets at the moment. And what about the the way in which you're sending information? Uh, and changing information and model variations to the machines nowadays. How has that changed um, uh, since you first started and and the speed in which uh, you can do that? Well, we're only just getting into using Icon Office. It was part of the package um, with the the last five machines that we, we purchased. That's this month. We're trying to get the SIM cards into the machines and and we've I've, I've now got Icon Office downloaded on the computer. So within the next couple of months, I want to be set up ready for the summer, really, um, so that it is a lot quicker. Um, but even even without that, we always have an engineer on every project that we have. If there is a model change, he is first out. He's straight out to all the machines, upload the model, and, and, and there you go. So you can get a hybrid between uh, uploading it using a USB and, and now now with the, the icon yeah, in the cloud solution yeah. that you can send your models um, through to that. Yeah. What's been the sort of reaction from some of your clients to the things you've given uh, them and, and how you're working now? I think people who don't understand what machine control is need to because we now have clients who want that technology on their projects. Nobody wants batter rails and profile boards all over a project with lads in and out of um, work zones um, for excavators and dump trucks and the likes. Um, it's just not safe. You know, most sites now you've got a 15 meter exclusion zone around a machine. You can't be pulling batter rails and and boning in with profiles with an excavator if you can't get that close. The time implication is huge as well. What's what we're seeing now is we're getting a lot. You're getting a lot more complex designs um, that you can't actually produce with batter rails and profiles because the the models are that intricate. You can only really do it with machine control. What we're finding is programs are a lot shorter than they used to be. We can do work a hell of a lot quicker because we're doing it right first time and it's done. No s slow and steady, oh no, I've knocked my profile boards out, I need to get the engineer back out. Um, and then it's another day before they're up and running again because the dump truck's backed over two sets of boards. It pays for itself. You know, We're doing things a lot quicker, a lot more efficiently. We're saving fuel. Operator fatigue is, is a hell of a lot better. Efficiencies of the machine, less movements, less track wear. You know, it, it, they all add up. Um, and obviously the main thing which I've said about 10 times is safety. Yeah, and I think safety is a really important issue. And But I also think that the, the client talking to some clients is actually what they want to see is they want to see an as-built model and they want to see things much more in real time or the, what's happened the day before and things like that. So with reports that you're getting in the GPS as you move forward coming back, you're going to be able to change the way in which 
you can share that information with your clients as well so they can understand the progress a bit more and they can understand why you might need to put some more machines on or take them off and uh, you know because you're you're ahead of of the program you know there's going to be some more changes with that isn't there and and what are you thinking your clients will want to see in the future in relation to that going forward there's a there's a massive want and it's going to be a need for drone technology coming in to do the surveying side of things. So, you know, weekly progress reports um, for volumes. I'm just in the midst now of, of um, organising a trial of the, the Leica uh, drone and using the Infinity software, which I've seen at a couple of open events. I think it looks fantastic, like, you know. So I really want to get into that. I'm a, I'm a certified drone user. We have a small drone at D Morgan for um, mainly for photograph and video but we do use it now for surveying small projects and we're just kind of getting into that and know that it's going to become something that every project is needing. More so with the newer Leica machine control, the MC1. Obviously, we want to be pulling off as-builts straight into our Icon office by the summer. You know, we, we want them machines to really tell us a story of what they're actually doing and give us that as-built information as they're cutting. I know it can happen, I've seen it, uh, but yeah, we're in the throes now of, of, of getting that all set up. Well, that's great, and I think, Dan, you know, there's a lot of hard work ahead by the sounds of things for you and the team yeah. as you move to that next phase of the, the sort yeah. of real-time connected work site. Yeah. And um, with your drone technology coming into play there, it seems that D Morgan is really... Uh, upping the stakes and and I guess that's going to give you that competitive advantage that you need to win work and uh, you, you know the business has got some ambitious targets hasn't it so how do you think the Leica Geosystems end-to-end you know surveying to right back to surveying and drone is going to help you do that? It's robust we never really have any serious problems of the kit you know and if we do it's sorted very quickly I think support is a massive element of of what we need nowadays on construction sites. Gone are the days where a tape measure, dumpy level, you know. I like going back to that from now, from time to time, but, you know, we've got to get with the times. And the good thing with D Morgan is we are mad keen on the latest technology. We want to be up there. Um, you know, we want to be number one when it comes to technology. We're not going to get left behind. Dennis Morgan is... Um, happy to invest in technology if if we if we deem it necessary it's great to be at a company where that is actually evident you know we've proved it now since 2009 buying the first gps rovers that we got that we had i think going forward it's only going to get better and um i'm excited really i think it is hard work but it's worth it so i love it dan you know it's great to be with somebody that is so passionate about the industry, so passionate about improving it, adopting this new technology, helping and supporting other people, younger people like yourself coming into the industry to take advantage of it. Thanks very much for spending some time talking to me today. And Dee Morgan, you might be 70 years old, but you're certainly getting there at the front as a startup when it comes to actually embracing the new technology. So that's great to see. Thanks very much. Thank you. So that was Dan from D Morgan. He certainly has a lot of knowledge about the industry and it's fantastic that he's willing to share so much, as is the D Morgan business. So it's a big thank you to Dan, D Morgan and also to Leica Geosystems who sponsored this podcast.
You can now pre-enable your fleet with base kits so that you are Leica ready for the big dig season. So to organise a free consultation about pre-enabling your fleet with a Leica expert, why not text your name and company to 88802 or visit leicageosystems.com. Until the next time, thanks very much for listening.